Thank you so much for tuning in to the Casually Molly podcast. This is your host, Molly Ambergie. Just wanted to recognize that we are in partnership with With Love. With Love is a handcrafted bath and body company based in St. Louis, Missouri. Founded by hubby and wife dynamic duo Stephen and Kendra Hunt in November 2016, they initially wanted to make natural products for their family to use, but God had a bigger plan. Commercial products and the uncertainty of everything that was in them and eczema in the household, they decided to formulate their own products with items right in their own kitchen. Sharing posts on social media about the products they were making with their family and the community started to inquire. They are here today. Thank you again for listening. Make sure that you can follow With Love on Instagram and Facebook. Have you ever wanted to get your shit together? Scrap it, look through the lens and capture it But first world problems are getting you down Disabled, salty, need an app to fix that frown <laughs> Well you can do all those things and so much more Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor Sit back, relax, recline While she drops another casual line you're tuned in to Casually Molly with Molly and Bergie. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergie. Just remember, you can find us casually on Spotify, Google Play, your Apple Podcasts app. Ooh, I don't know how to say this anymore. <laughs> iTunes and our host, Podbean. But enough about that for right now. I am sitting here with the new, I guess, have you, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, on and off for about like seven years. Okay. So she's not new to comedy. She's just going on and off doing her thing. Give it up for Jess Campbell. Ooh. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. I don't know why I'm nervous. I get on stage like five nights a week. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, girl, you're just with me. We're just sitting at the microphone. It's yeah. not a problem. Jess, can you remember when we met, actually? Uh, I can't, and I, I'm sorry. I feel really bad about it, but I really can't <laughs> <laughs> recollect. It's time. all right. Maybe somewhere at the improv shop, probably. Or... Probably. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So what got you into comedy? Um, I don't know. I I do know. Um. I guess, like, as a kid, I was really into, I was really into, like, just funny stuff. I liked funny movies and uh, funny, com- like, comedies, and I always really liked to perform, but to be honest, like, I can't perform music. I'm not musically talented in that way, and I'm also not, uh, not a very good actor or something, I guess, or actress, and uh, comedy is just kind of a way for me to... I guess, be the center of attention without having to really work hard at it. I don't know if that makes sense. But, <laughs> like, um, no, I, I just, I've always really loved to do, like, stand-up. Like, as a kid, I watched, like, Comedy Central. It presents, like, all the time. Nice, yeah. Um, and it's just the one, and I just know, like, I, like, I was always told, like, I was funny, and I just kind of... At one point, I was 21, I think, when I did my first uh, stand-up. Like, I did, I was doing an open mic. I was 21 at a club that, sadly, is no longer there. But Was this in St. Louis, or was this... This was in uh, Fairview Heights. It was uh, it's called Comedy, Etc. Oh, yeah, yes. I've heard about Comedy, Etc. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I actually just did it to challenge myself to see how I'd do it. And I honestly didn't have a plan to really continue after that. 
But I went on stage and I crushed it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people told me I should keep going, and I just kind of kept doing it. And I've taken a lot of like breaks in between, but I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I guess uh, I guess like one of the things that I like about comedy is it's like I I've got people's attention, but on my terms. Like as a kid, I always hated when people would like try to put me in the center of the room and start talking to me. And, oh wow! Like, yeah. yeah. I, always, mm-hmm. I but like. I like, like, whenever I perform, it's like, this is, this is what I want to say, not, oh, hey, how are you doing? Like, how's the le- guitar lessons going? Or, like, whatever the whatever I was doing as a kid, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, are you liking time. doing comedy so far? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I, I, do, I think that there's really no greater feeling than getting on stage and making people laugh and, like, doing, that's, you know. Like I said, I'm not like I'm not much of an actress, or and honestly, one another reason why I don't like do like you know theater because I did do theater like in uh, a little bit in college and also in um, high school is that I can't be myself on stage. I got to be somebody else, and I feel like I don't know. Uh, I kind of get that. I was a theater major, and uh, I always did a lot of comedic acting, like all the kind of like the funny parts and whatnot and I wasn't yeah. always taken as like I don't know I feel like when I uh when I was in college and I was doing theater a lot of times there would be like oh you know you have to be like edgy and you know very yeah. dramatic and I was like fuck that shit I'm I'm done so all the time <laughs> I, I I was like why do I want like what do I have to prove to these assholes like this is nuts right. but uh, nothing against my theater program it's just the uh the thought process of just when you're starting out in theater in yeah. general is usually like that. Well, I have to be dramatic and cry on stage and blah, 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 and like yeah. all this like stupid shit. Yeah. But what I loved doing was the comedic parts because I would exactly. bring that happy relief to people. So that's how I kind of got into comedy was I was, I was super depressed and I was like, you know what, what if that's I did the this? Basis for most comedians. <laughs> it got me out of the house, man. Like I was like, you know what, I'm going to, and then you, you start to gain, especially in St. Louis, which is where we are obviously located for this podcast. I, you know, I think maybe, you know, you can chime in about this too, and then we'll get into your show that you're producing, but, um, it's a very supportive community. Um, there's a lot of mics that you can go to. Yeah. What is a, what's, what's been kind of something that you've experienced in St. Louis comedy that's kind of helped you grow as a comedian? Um, I, you know, cause like I've been all over the place, like with the comedy and I, I guess what, one thing that's helped me, I guess grow and be better is just the sense of support that you get from other fellow comics which and I've and I've done comedy in a lot of different areas and I feel like you know like I after I do an open mic whether it's at like just like you know a little dive bar or even like a club you you always have comics either coming up to me telling me like hey I really like your stuff or helping you kind of like kind of even just say hey you know it would be make this joke funnier and also like you've got people great beautiful people like chad wallace who oh. do like writer sessions and kind of help you improve your material and i think that's also a good way to like and yeah like we also we and and honestly i've been doing this you know i was 21 when i first started I'm 28 now so like oh cool same age i just turned 29 so nice. <laughs> <laughs> look at us young cute people look, <laughs> not quite 30 yet not quite 30 um, we're, we're hanging in there yeah um 
But no, like I, this com- comedy scene is just it has exploded since I was since I started, and like even when I was you know. When I started when I was 21, like, it was a pretty decent scene back then, but it was nothing like it is now. Like, oh. we did not have the improv community that we do now back then. We did not have, um, like, all these different clubs. There's so many different clubs. Like, back, like, when I first, I remember when I first started, like, in comedy, et cetera, closed, like, the only other club that was around was Funny Bone. Yeah. And that was all the way in Websport and... But, and then there was just kind of like little mics around the city, you know, like little, you know, bars and little places here and there. And that's, but yeah, I think that's obviously, you know, I've grown with the community. And like that being said, I've left the community a lot because of various like issues I had with my personal life. But, you know, I definitely think that what's helped me grow as a comedian and also just realizing like, hey, I'm. I'm funny and I'm confident and I can do this. And I don't know. I, Yeah. Well, speaking of confidence, you are uh, confidently taking a step in the right direction. And you are, what we're going to talk about today, by the way, is uh, we're talking about casually producing the band and a show. And uh, the show part comes from Jess Campbell because I am very happy that she messaged me and was like, hey, I am producing a show at the Heavy Anchor. For those of you who don't know where that is, it is located right here in the Bevo District. We love Josh and Jody. I've mentioned them on the podcast multiple times. And Chad Wallace's name, who is, uh, he hosts an open mic every Monday night uh, for comedians who want to try out something new called the Comedy Shipwreck. So the Heavy Anchor is very good to the comedy community. And Jess is joining in that community by doing a show called Sex, Drugs, and Stand-Up Comedy. Uh, it's going to be on December 6th, and it features, obviously, Jess as the host, Robert Allen Hall, Molly Ambergy, yours truly, Ronaldo Mercado, and Max Price. It'll be $10, and you just have to be over 21, and uh, there will be live music from Fight Back Mountain. Pretty exciting yeah, stuff. It's going to be fun. What, uh, what made you want to take this undertaking on of producing a show? Um, well, you know, honestly, like, I... I wanted, it's kind of my eagerness to like be on a showcase. Like I was, I felt like, um, I hadn't really been getting invited to do showcases as much as I'd like to. And that's not, I mean, that's nothing against the community and I'm not bad mouthing anybody by all means. It's just kind of like, oh man, like people keep getting invited to these shows. I'm jealous. I want to, so like part of me was just like, you know what, I'll I'll just produce my own show and I'll, 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 uh, get like, you know, my own friends and comedians, not my friends, but, you know, like comedians that I respect in the community. And oh, throw well, them thanks. On, so. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That wasn't directed at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, too. But it's all good. I, uh, what so you're what you're doing is you're combining a list of comedians and also live music. What made you decide that you wanted to do kind of a punk rock comedy show theme? Well, um, I'm a huge like fan of seeing like live music, going to local shows. Um, when I was younger, I used to like to go to local shows and local bands all the time um, in St. Louis. And there's a and there's a pretty decent punk scene here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to kind of make it out to shows just because. One, I have almost a full-time job and I'm doing comedy and I just kind of thought like this would be fun. I always had this idea in the back of my head to like, you know, kind of combine the St. Louis punk scene with the comedy scene. And uh, like I said, I loved, I love, I just love going to see live music and I love going to see local shows, especially and kind of support, you know, these artists that are trying to kind of make a decent living for themselves. I don't know. Um, 
but uh, I uh, the I chose the band Fightback Mountain. I originally wasn't supposed. I originally I had never even heard of them. My friend had, was doing a show I think at Schlafly Tap Room. Okay. And they went on before his band, and I was just like, oh my god, these guys are awesome. Like they're just in. They have and they like you listen to their music and it like sounds like something you know that was I guess uh professionally produced I don't know how to say it in a way but it sounded legit yeah it's, it's a good no they're like really really good band yeah um, I really enjoy listening to them and uh and it's also you know and it's not the type some some punk music I really like but a lot of times there's it's like there's more screaming than actual lyrics and nothing against you know people who like that kind of music but um I felt like this was a good band to kind of it's kind of like ease into the oh we're gonna do comedy and we're gonna have this like cool band that's not so much I don't know like a screaming like set like crazy you know like what how a lot of punk music is <laughs> in St. Louis <laughs> which is which I which don't get me wrong I enjoy that too but this is you know so there's definitely Plus, I feel like the people that come to the show will definitely enjoy them as well. And I know you didn't ask about Fightback Mountain, but I felt like I needed to. No, absolutely. About... We got to talk about the live music. It's it's going to be at the event. So yeah. uh, just remember, see Sex, Drugs, and Stand Up Comedy at the Heavy Anchor, 5226 Gravoy Avenue. Going to be $10 just to get in. You've got comedians, Fightback Mountain. It's going to be great. Um, one last question I'll ask you too, Jess. So you're producing this show now. If this does like pretty well and you get a nice turnout, would you consider maybe doing a follow-up show, like a seasonal show or something like that? Yeah. Um, if if the show does well, I, I mean, if, if it does well, which I, I really hope it does, I'd like to continue with this idea of and maybe get different comedians and different bands to perform, you know, each time. I Because, um, you know, St. Louis is full of, full of them <laughs> yeah so i think uh yeah i don't know i i hope that it does well part of me is just like let's just not get too ahead of ourselves let's just make sure this goes well exactly absolutely i think that's the best way to produce a show is you know you're going with the right mindset where you're like i'm gonna do all of these things actually just kind of taking a one step at a time i feel like you are able to focus kind of on the present and the moment of the show that's actually happening Oof. versus something that's scheduled and of course josh and jody who run the heavy anchor they're great oh, they're, be- they're wonderful people great support system shout out to them uh, Jess, where can we find you? Like, if we want to follow any shows or things that you're doing, are you on social media? What's happening? Oof. Uh, <laughs> I wish I can. I wish I could say there. I mean, just kind of. Wow. Uh, sorry, I am not. I'm. I'm really bad about like producing. Like, or I guess putting myself out there in terms of. But yeah, I, catch me at open mics. I'm. I do that regular one open mic that I do just about every week, no matter what. Is the third rail? I was there last night. Yeah, Steve uh, Beatty was on our podcast. He talked yeah, about that. Yeah, do yeah. That. Come. Um. So yeah, go to the third rail, and there's a you know comedy show, late night comedy show at Friday nights, and that's always a fun show. And I think that's a like one. Uh, Chris, the owner, he's probably one of a huge big supporter of the community and people I don't think people talk about it enough all right yeah <laughs> no I've been to third rail it's a good mic I, I uh, was able to practice a lot of material when I was up there so yeah. so that's a good one to do and then I mean I, I don't know I'm all over the place also uh I am helping I guess I'm helping tree with her open mic that's coming up that that queer comedy show so, yeah like, I don't know I just, tree was on our podcast too she talked about it yeah if you 
if you feel the need to contact me in any way, um, just find me on Facebook. Honestly, I am. I probably should get on that hole. <laughs> putting, the, putting my putting a actual professional comedian page on there but it's not happen. it's just hasn't happened yet that's all right i don't have a professional comedian page either yeah. i just have my instagram and then i also have my facebook page but yeah. eventually when i become casually popular maybe who knows <laughs> yeah. i i mean i i've got i've seven years into this i've got no excuses at this point, so <laughs> that's just, all right no just, time like the present right yeah. <laughs> well thanks jazz for coming in yeah, i appreciate it me. yeah we're just gonna take a quick break and then jazz tucker and a few of his bandmates from Shattered Blinds will be joining us. So uh, stay tight here, guys. All right. Thanks you again for joining the Casually Molly podcast. We just spoke with Jess Campbell, who is producing sex, drugs, and stand-up comedy. But now we are speaking to one of my dear friend, Jazz. Hello. Hi. I love you, love you, love you. I am so happy to see you. How are things going? Things are great, as you can see. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, uh, what I, I told Jazz, I was like, save this. But um, Jazz Tucker, for those of you who are loyal, casual listeners, he has been a good friend of mine. Uh, kind of how we met was we met through like mutual friends and then I didn't remember it for a hot oh, second. Can I tell the story, please? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh. Because the last two times I was on your podcast, I said I'm a hog every other like like four or five episodes of your podcast anyway. But the last time I was on there, I was like, I'm, I forgot to say it. So, okay. So me and Molly met, like you said, we met uh, mutual friends before I had really gotten into the St. Louis acting scene, especially the professional side. Uh, and then a little later... There was some event at the Theater Guild of Webster Groves, which is a local theater company in St. Louis. And I Louis. was stage managing, yeah. yeah. So after <laughs> yeah. the after the like big event or whatever, uh, you know, everybody's hanging out, partying or whatever. And I was like, oh, I kind of know her. And I wasn't with any friends or whatever at the time in the place. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go over and say hi. So I go up to Molly. <laughs> I go up to Molly while she was talking to somebody. I was like, you don't remember me, do you? You know, all like adorable. You don't remember me, do you? <laughs> and Molly literally, like people can't see, but Molly literally was talking to a friend, turned to me, and turned right back and just goes, no. And then <laughs> just went right back to talking. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Saying you don't remember me, don't you, is the most uh, anxiety inducing. That's what I had. I was like, what the fuck? Who is this fucking creep? That's then, but then I went home and I thought about it and I was like, oh my God. I had a like flashback to when I was 22 because this was like three or four years ago. It was later. a little bit before you. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my. So I saw him again. And I was like, <laughs> hey. So I know our other interaction like wasn't the best, but. Uh, you are cool. And, I, and now look at us. Obviously, now we're hanging out. <laughs> you, told, you told me one of your friends was like, Jazz must think I'm a bitch. And yeah. I was like, uh, for a little bit, maybe. <laughs> no, but yeah, we're good. I love now you. Now we're, yeah, exactly. It was just a misunderstanding. I mean, that's the thing. I would rather have us talk it out and be like, oh, oh this always. was obviously a misunderstanding. And then, I mean, obviously our relationship grew because mm -hmm. you, Darius and I, when you guys were doing the same difference. Shout out the same difference. Yeah. You guys opened up for my little like theatrical comedy mm -hmm. show over That's at so the Monocle. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, Jazz has been with us from the beginning. He's been, he's had his intro music on here. He's Two like, songs. <laughs> exactly. Two songs, Trust the Bounce and Better Sunrise. And on top of that, he has been... Like there, like when I used to record this on my phone and then there was the quote unquote uh, murder basement right. and the artist lofts where it was basically for you ladies who don't know, it was like a recording room 
and I just have my laptop and a microphone. You had to walk through the basement of the yeah, garage and the was, apartment building to get there. <laughs> it was like a lot of like people like, and the thing is you're in an apartment building. So people are just leaving like clothes and buy. it's like a law and order SVU episode just right. waiting. And so uh, I was like, I feel like we're in get out because I had bangs at the time too. So I was like, oh, I feel like we're in get out right now. You look like, <laughs> like, Kath, like Catherine Hahn a little bit too. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, what's really great. Again, we're doing casually making the band and jazz was like, Hey, I, I am casually putting a band together. Can mm-hmm. they come on the podcast? So I'm going to introduce some lady power over here. Oh. Who are you guys? Tell me about uh, yourself. Hi, I'm Lisa. So I am doing vocals and I play the guitar for our casual band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm uh, Janelle Pierce and I play the bass for our band. Uh, new to the St. Louis area. I've only been here. A year. Where are you from? So I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. Shut up. Okay, yeah. so what brought you to St. Louis? Well, uh, I mean, there's not really much performance opportunity in Texas. I mean, mm-hmm. well, some people say, well, what about Austin? You know, a lot of times people don't realize, like, especially for live performance, like, Austin isn't necessarily the number one spot. Like, it's this great. This is good to know. Oh, yeah. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Austin, love. But St. Louis has given me a lot more performance opportunities, for sure. Um, so that was kind of like my main motivation for moving here. My partner got into Logan. Oh, so okay. I was like, I'm down to go with and see what I can make happen in St. Louis, murder capital of the world. And we've made it so far. <laughs> AKA so far. the murder basement. We, right. We've made it a whole year in the murder capital of the country. Where I do think y'all we're live? doing darn tootin' well. We, we live out by the airport in St. Anne. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. So it's, and I'm not from here, so. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a cute, it's a cute little place you know it's a cute side of town i like it i like it a lot but uh, you know b- murder basement i mean in texas we don't do basements you know what i mean like there's no point shut up there's no what? point in having really? a basement because there's no tornadoes and stuff like that at least uh, believe it or not you know that's I mean? not something everyone experiences it's, it's, every other day. <laughs> it's true so the first time i ever saw a basement period was when I'm i went so to shocked right now i'm sorry yeah, go ahead not, <laughs> not everywhere has basements first. i know i'm like i grew up with the basement the basement was my uh, you know what that sounds really creepy the basement was my place yeah so like See, what? i thought that was creepy like i'd watch shows and there'd be <laughs> and there'd be basements i'd be like what what is the point of that yeah so uh to me i mean any basement's a murder basement because, <laughs> <laughs> because what is the point of having a basement oh my god we did we had no zero purpose for a basement in texas <laughs> zero purpose but apparently here you know you need it I mean, everybody's got a basement everybody's got a basement so Just yeah wait till april rolls around well, we've the tornadoes. We've, we've oh. had to hide it a couple times since we've been here, but like nothing, nothing serious, nothing major. But that know? was like weird when I uh, I lived in D.C. for a little bit in the East Coast. They have row houses, so they don't have gangways, and I was like, nobody has spaces between the houses. Yeah, so it's just different parts of the country. Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? How like. I hate to be like, wow, you know, we are in a country with all 50 states next to it. But the thing <laughs> is, like, isn't that crazy how, yes. like, you'll go to one state and another state and it's just a, it's like a, <laughs> like, it's almost like a cultural difference. Like, you're just like, what the heck? Like, exactly. I think I've, so I'm from Ohio, I'm from Cincinnati. So Cincinnati isn't like a huge step from St. Louis, if right. that makes sense. Like, it's still the Midwest. Mm. St. Louis is just a little bit bigger. So when you talk about performance opportunities, that's why... I moved here because even though I went to school here, I was bouncing around and it's an easy place to like obviously produce a podcast. And then I do stand up comedy. So jazz knows this and Mm -hmm. we did theater. And I mean, like, it's a very easy way to still build community and follow your passions. And then 
there are people who come in from LA and New York and Chicago to do shows. So like I could, like I met Whitney Cummings, which was awesome. Yeah, right. I know Jazz was like, <laughs> she came to St. Louis I and her. I was like, um, me too. I've looked after her my whole life. So I, you know, when I think about if I, not nothing against if she's performed obviously in New York and LA. I mean, and that's her career and her life. But when she came to St. Louis, it was so cool because I, I was able to actually like meet her and like talk to her for a hot second. And she's so nice. And like, I'm like, wow, like go St. Louis for bringing in cool headliners yeah. like this, right. especially yeah. like even women who are, you know, right. me not to go on my soapbox here, but I was like, <laughs> no, get on it, great. sister, get on it. Get on Real, it. Please. You know, it was, but yeah, it was like, I'm just like, you know, like people were like, cause everybody asked me, they said, oh, did you go to Chicago to see her or something? Oh no. Yeah. I was like, she came to Helium. There's a Helium comedy club here is the bomb. So shout out to Ryan and Michael. They're great that's people. Yeah. So, I mean, like that's, what's kind of awesome. And, um, now, before we get into our topic, now, are you from here as well? Uh, sort of. So, okay. I mean, I was born and raised in Springfield, Illinois, but I okay. went to school over in Edwardsville, Illinois, and now I actually live in St. Louis. Oh, so gotcha. It's very nice. It, it already wasn't too bad being like right around the edge of St. Louis, just across the river. But now that I'm actually here, it's even better. And it's like you guys said, like there's so many more performance opportunities here. There really is. Yeah, yeah we were, uh, Jess was just here earlier because we were talking about our show. And she was saying, she's like, yeah, like it's so supportive to be able to produce a show and have people come, which I, being producing theater and comedy, I, I feel like that's a definite statement. Now you guys are casually yes. making this band happen. Yeah. Let's talk about now. Is okay. it fair to say that we're rehearsing in a basement? Like what? <laughs> what's going on? Uh, not necessarily a basement right now. A but, garage. Uh, hey. Utopia Studios looks like <laughs> a basement. There is one. Most rooms have like a it. couch, but there yeah. is yes. one room that is my favorite. That instead of an actual couch, they have the cushions. Oh, that yeah. belong on a couch, the and couch then various no blankets and oh, yeah. pillows over it. Oh, uh, I call like it a, the trap house yes. room. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember you said that. What we do for our art. That's you know? where um, <laughs> it's where like um, I've recorded like all of my music, and uh, when like they have rehearsal spaces, and it looks like some like teenager from the nineties who said, I want to start a band. It looks like his basement. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> all very, over like, the place. Yes, if that rock. makes any sense. So yeah. yeah. It's a good space. I've offered my basement, but I don't mm -hmm. think I don't think we could <laughs> put the drum set down there. My cat probably wouldn't like it. Uh, you know, that's we her domain. Open the, the door. I mean, we'll spill out of the room. I know that's okay. what I said. I said we just squeeze it all in there. But yeah, no, that's that's where we we hail from. Utopia Studios. That's mm -hmm. where we've been meeting. Yeah. That's where we've been rehearsing. Fantastic. I like. Well, look at you. Look at us in studio <laughs> spaces. Let's high five. Like here we go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, he didn't slap me. I just uh, you know we just were like hey. Oh, God, uh, no. yeah. Now let's talk about this though. Okay. What you know? I gotta be like I want to ask Jazz. What got this all started? You know, let's talk about the history and origin. You know, you're called Shattered Blinds. Yes. What what started all of this? Okay. Well. <laughs> How do we even begin? Okay. I, I love open-ended questions, right? Okay. So. Uh, it started, uh, obviously I've been acting uh, in St. Louis for a while, and then I started pursuing the uh, the rap journey with uh, the music journey with um, my good friend Darius, Dina mm -hmm. Bionic, made the music like you said, and we did Same Difference for maybe three years. We started writing it a little bit, then we started like really turning over and getting a lot of exposure and shows and things like that for a while in our little circle, and then I was supposed to move to Chicago, that didn't work out, but that caused us to split. 
So when we split, I was, you know, doing my solo thing for a minute, just released my EP, Too Much Free Time, Super mm-hmm. Jazz, go check it out, all one word, <laughs> one yeah. Z. Um, but then um, from there, I was doing the solo thing for a little bit, and then my Lisa and myself, we started making uh, uh, music together. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started thinking from um, doing my acting stuff, like the way that uh, uh, I was piecing the people together, uh, it was just kind of like, I was actually thinking this on the way up. It was kind of like when you see a movie and they do the montage of how how they find everybody to be in their like group of Avengers, so to speak, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They go like visit this person, that person. Uh, so like I said, me and Lisa were doing music at one point and um, that music will be coming out soon. Yeah, look Yes, it will. Yeah, uh, go Lisa. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, okay, so I'm rapping. Lisa sings, plays guitar. Okay, cool. Got that. Then I uh, at the EP release, I met... Noah, who was having his birthday party on the other side of the venue while I was having my EP release, and I was kind of their entertainment for the night, and then I thought about that, and Noah, like, we just vibed artist to artist and whatever, and I said, I will follow you on Facebook, man. He said, I play keyboard. I was like, oh, we're going to do something in the future, and I was like, I'm not talking just to talk, so then later on, I was like, huh, keyboardist. Okay, check. Okay, then I was doing uh, something acting with, uh, shout out to Solid Lines Productions and everybody. Yeah, uh, I, I was doing people. some acting, and that's where I met Janelle. And, hey, Janelle. Right. And <laughs> we, like, didn't know each other, you know, but everybody's so cool and chill. And I was talking to one of my fr- other friends, another Janelle. Yeah, her name was Janelle, too. It it's, was a really confusing day. It's so <laughs> yeah. funny. All the Janelles. Who knew? Well, was, <laughs> what the hell, Janelle? That's <laughs> what my mom used to tell me. <laughs> We've got a similar story for that. that, that is so, except just spit in Molly. Go I was about ahead. to say all the, Molly, <laughs> all the Molly's, Molly's with the uh, Y. Ugh, good oh gosh, day. never mind. Sorry. <laughs> like, good day. It is an IE, okay? All I want to do is just be recognized for who I really am, okay? <laughs> it's getting really hostile. So I'm going to leave. No, no okay. it's okay. So I mentioned I was doing an uh, acting thing. It was like a standardized patient thing um, for psych students because you can't actually test the interaction with a student who's training to be a doctor with an actual patient. So they get actors to portray different levels of psych, like uh, uh, schizophrenic or um, um, mine was uh, delusional. They had manic, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, mine was anxiety. Right, right. <laughs> and then they give you Ooh, one-on-ones with them and stuff, yeah. <laughs> so from there, I was like I said, I was talking to uh, the other Janelle, the Jan- uh, J-E-N, not J-A-N. Yeah, J- <laughs> J-A-N is the way it's supposed to be spelled. Okay, shout uh, out Jen-L. to uh, See, she gets it. It's a spelling thing. We're like, hello. Hello, get it. I feel y'all one Z, so I feel y'all. No. <laughs> jazz, I'm really jazz. Really. I'm just Lisa. <laughs> can't mess that up. She's so hard. cute too. You can't see her, but she's like, "Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm just, you hey. know, this cute white girl with glasses. Don't okay. mind me." Oh, well. um, I have a cat. But I was I was talking to uh, my friend, and because we had done a play together, and. She was like, you know, I hadn't seen her in a while, so she's like, what you been up to? I was like, yeah, Chicago didn't work out, but, you know, I'm still working on an album, uh, which that'll hopefully be coming out soon, too. And still working on an album. And I said, oh, and I started a band, and Janelle, like, two chairs over, was no, just I'm like... No, I'm literally, like, across the room, and yeah. I hear this guy say, I'm starting a band, and I'm like, oh, you starting a band, huh? Like, uh, I don't even know him. It's, it's the funniest shit ever. I love it, because she's like, what kind of band? They just, like, poked their head up, uh-huh, what kind of band? <laughs> I was like, oh, the band. I was like, you know, we need a bassist. And she was just like... 
Okay, what what do you, you say? What do you play? Yeah, he goes, "What do you play?" And I said, "Everything." What do you? What do you mean? <laughs> Excuse do you me. Mean? Do you know you're in the presence of Janelle, the right one? <laughs> like, hey, yeah, on. the correct Janelle. And <laughs> hey, you peel back the layers, you find Janelle really does play everything. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So that's how uh, uh, I was like, "Well, yeah, just come, you know, and uh, uh, check us out," because we had already had the uh, first like rehearsal. But I forgot. I forgot to say after I had Noah and Lisa. I was like, we need a drummer because I thought it was just going to be the four of us. And the only person I couldn't find in person was the drummer. So I put out on Facebook looking for a drummer, hit me up. And I had like at least six people were like, I drum, I drum, I drum. I was like, whoa. But uh, Blake is the guy that we got. And he's such an asset oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. what we're doing. Oh, so. that's Blake. He liked our post on Casually Molly. Thanks, Blake. Who are you? I was like so supportive. Blake lays down the beat. Blake knows what's up. He yeah. Really does. And like the, the baseline between the two of them, Janelle and, and Blake, is just like the best thing a rapper could ask for. So Nice. Yeah. The best thing uh, uh, anyone could ask for because I feel <laughs> True, true, way. true, very true. When one of them isn't there, I am just like, this feels wrong. It feels so hollow. <laughs> it really does, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's like how we pieced everything together. It was like the funniest thing because I was thinking I'd always wanted to play with live instrumentation. I produce my own music electrically, and I love that, electronically, excuse me. And I love doing it, but at the same time, I was like, I want to do both. And I've always wanted to be... Uh, rapping live, like with live music. Mm-hmm. And I also, I just love the meeting of the minds with um, creative, like-minded people. I've that's always what I'm about to say. Too, so. I think that's fantastic. Now, you know, yeah, exactly. The meeting of the minds, that kind of leads into, you know, you have this guy. It's kind of funny. You're like, is he a band? And like, obviously, Jazz and I are friends. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're meeting somebody and it's it, kind of starting something like this. It's just like when you're producing a show and you have a new cast of people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, even though you've worked with somebody before, you never, you just never know. Life happens. You're trusting somebody into being kind of like a leadership position. Um, how do you guys kind of balance when you're doing like scheduling and um, producing <laughs> music? And like, you know, you're there's a lot of different trust and relationships and like different like building techniques that come into it. I mean, Lisa, I'll ask you, well, how is this all balancing out? Um, I mean, well, to start, we have a Google Calendar. Yeah, <laughs> no Google Calendar. Shout Damn, out to that, Google. That was helpful. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where things finally started lining up scheduling-wise when we were like, okay, everyone has their own lives. I mean, we all have jobs. Mm-hmm. We all do theater. Pretty Well, pretty much all of us do theater. We all do music, so we have a lot going on. And so once we were finally like, okay, here's a Google Calendar – just put in when you can't meet up and then we were able to at least find like a couple days a week that we're able to consistently meet exactly and get things done yeah absolutely but it's really nice i mean when we're in the rehearsal i think we all work really well together there isn't really one person that's overtaking the entire decision for everything Mm -hmm. it's very collaborative which is nice yeah Yeah, definitely nice and definitely i mean going into it you're like how's this gonna work I hope it's okay. Yeah. I hope no one's angry. (laughs) Right. It's definitely like a trial and error basis for sure, too. Like, we just kind of have to jump into it and be like, okay, that didn't sound so good. Let's try it another way. Or then we think, yeah, like, we think it's going to come out one way. And then we're like, actually, you know what? That wasn't that bad. Like, let's Mm -hmm. just keep it like that. Like, yeah. So definitely, like, trial and error for sure. We just, like, got to dive into it sometimes and just see what you get, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I would say the adverse is you think it's going to turn out good. And you're like, "Mm." (laughs) oh, okay, 
we're not going to do that one. <laughs> we had it a few times. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, what has kind of been one of your favorite parts of becoming a band that you're excited in these beginning steps to take with you in the future? Oh, well, I know it's kind of an open-ended like, question. I don't want to hog every question. I mean, yeah. You <laughs> hog everything, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah, why, Jazz, you seem okay. to be, why don't we just start with you and then we'll go around. Okay. So, yeah. so what's been one of the best things about being like in a band? Mm -hmm. Yeah. First off, like I said, I've always wanted to be in a band. So the fact that I actually, it's it's happening is great. And then I said the, uh, the like-minded people and the fact that, um, like Janelle was saying, uh, we, we, we put the idea out and then everybody figures out what works and what doesn't with the trial and error process like that is it's just nice to as much as as much as we might get in there and like nobody yells at anybody or says like don't do that or whatever but as much as the, the compromise whether we say we like it or don't is something about just like their problem solving mm -hmm. like I, I just i like that too uh i like the the uh the performance of it i like playing with you know, everybody, I just, and I, I like when we're doing it and then you, it, it, there's just this sense of, I guess, like, um, this is going to sound cheesy as shit, I guess, but I, there's, <laughs> but I mean, it's true, but there's this sense of pride talking with everybody, knowing that, oh shit, we're doing this thing. Like, you know, we're like, we're, we're, we're having our show that's coming up. And even before we have the show, just when we're rehearsing and shit is like getting figured out and it's, uh, from the first two, three days of rehearsal to now, you can tell everybody feels like we got some shit. Yeah. And that just feels good in and of itself, even before it comes to the whole, we get to give this to an audience type of aspect. So, yeah. I like that. I like that. That's really deep. Look at you being <laughs> really profound and stuff. What about you, Janelle? I mean, for me, um, you know, I was kind of always, like, it's funny that Jazz and I met at an acting job because... Right. I'm not really an actress. I just had to pick up acting because I was in shows. Like when I did opera, they were like, oh, well, obviously you got to act. And uh, I, I took classes in college, but I never really was like an actress. I was always a musician. Sure. And my family always told me, too, you're not a singer. Joke's on them. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's I'm on in a them. band. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. And I mean, that, that's, what I, yeah. that's what I did in college. I studied music. Um, and like, you know, I always was like the fill-in girl. I was the fill. That's why I kind of play a bunch of different instruments is because, oh, well, we need a drummer. Okay, just send me the set list. I'll be there. And I was always like the fill-in girl for a lot of people. Like, and, and that's great that I'm able to do that, but I always wanted to be a part of something that I could say, like, I'm a part of this. Like, I Hell was with yeah. this from the ground up, from the get-go. Um, and a lot of times when you're in a group and you're just kind of that fill-in person, you know, none, none of your input's really present and like here it's like okay well i get to put a little bit of my flavor on this get to input some of my ideas um and in, and then we're all really part of like this cohesive group you know as opposed to me just kind of being this substitute okay well now you're done thanks for that one show bye mm -hmm. and like then and then you never like connect with those people again never meet with them um and i mean with this it's it's just been it's just been such a nice experience to really start something like a, a real project where i mean we even we had to figure out like what we can do about equipment. What are right. we gonna do, you know, for material? Yeah. I mean, everything. Like we are literally starting it from the ground up, and it's yeah. it's such a an awesome feeling to be part of something that, you know, I can say like, yeah, I was there from the beginning of Shattered Blinds. Like, I was a part of that. That's yeah, what's up. absolutely. 
All right, Lisa, you want to follow that up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, a yeah. lot of my experiences is very similar to, like, Jazz and Janelle. It's like, Jazz, like, I've wanted to be in a band my entire life. Uh, shout out to my band that lasted for one rehearsal right out of high school. <laughs> uh, I we were called That One Band. That was the name uh, of the band? Yeah, we were that one. So that one, people said, like, oh, who listen to it? Oh, That One that Band. That One Band, yeah. That's kind uh, of adorable, actually. But we went <laughs> one rehearsal. That's where we chose our name. We never met again. It's oh. great. We're still friends. Um, but so I've always wanted to do this. I've always kind of just been the girl who wants to do a million different things. People ask me, like, oh, what do you do? And it's a long list of things that I want to pursue in my life. And a band is one of them. And the fact that this is actually happening. And Jazz just came to me. He's like, hey, um, I'll start a band. You want to you wanna sing and do guitar? And I was like, uh, yeah, uh, yes, please. So this has been really exciting already. And then, like, Janelle, like, you're saying, like, you know, I've been the fill-in girl. Like, a lot of, like, my early acting career, I was the fill-in, the background. Mm -hmm. Like, that's who I was. And it, so it is exciting to be, like, this puzzle piece that fits into this band mm -hmm. that without it, you don't have a full band. So that's really exciting. And honestly, you've already helped me, like, expand me as an artist like this band this band is going to help me become more it's going to help me become even better what i'm doing even on my own because i've spent the last 14 years being uh rhythm guitarist back up to myself and now this a band is a whole different ballpark for a guitar sometimes yeah, and so janelle has helped me like transpose songs i'm like okay i've looked at it i don't know what these letters mean what in the world do I play? <laughs> yeah. And since she's so good at a million things. Um, Real talk. She, like, she's already helped me expand Yeah, she myself. doesn't even need a basement, okay? Yeah. She's got all the other things. But Who she needs still that has extra one. space? I know. Now she's like, now I've got one. But I mean, that's, that. I, yeah. this is like so inspirational. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, before we leave, let's talk about, you were mentioning that you guys have a show coming yes. up. Yes. When is this happening? Yes. Let's talk about this. So, I want to come. Please, please come. Seriously. <laughs> um, shout out to Apotheosis Comics and Lounge where I have my EP release. What? I love those. I'm right? hosting oh, yeah, there yeah, yeah, next yeah, yeah. Saturday. They, they do the stand-up. The stand-up yes. stand open mic. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, 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 at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. But Apotheosis, I love them. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the owner show. there, Martin, shout out. Martin! He is the shit. Yes. He really is the coolest fuck. Yes. Martin's just like, yeah, man, come in. I need shit. Like, please do something. He's great. <laughs> I'm like, I love Martin. I would love a venue. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, again, I had my EP release party. Too much free time. Available on all streaming services. Super Jazz, all one word. Anyway. <laughs> we, we have a lot of shameless promotion on here. Myself included. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so we are having, it's December 6th at 7. D-Dare Bionic is opening for us. Because I love that dude. That's my, like, I love that guy. He's the shit. Um, but yeah, and then we're going to go on and we're going to um, we're gonna do a set, man. We got to get our feet wet. So, now, yeah. what time is it at? Oh, uh, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yes. Okay. I have a show at 8, so I may just swing in. Mm -hmm. At seven, <laughs> and then like, Please. and then go do my comedy show at eight. But it was just funny. I looked at this flyer and I was like, "Oh, I also have something on the six. But that is fantastic. I am yes. so pumped for you guys. Apotheosis. They they host a shout out to Tom Brown. He hosts an open mic there on Thursdays, which is now going to be hosted by this really sweet comedian named Pat Ryan. Love him to death. He's mm. also been on it. Uh, but yeah, they do a showcase, a comedy showcase every Saturday. Um, each week. I was about to say every Saturday of the month, but like. <laughs> every Saturday of the month, right. That's funny. But, uh, oh, Molly, more coffee needed. But, yeah, we started doing comedy in their um, 
they had like that window space. So that used to be our stage. Mm -hmm. And then Martin was like super cool and built the stage with lights and everything. So mm -hmm. now it's like a whole deal. So yeah, if you want to see me next Saturday after you eat all this food for Thanksgiving, I will be hosting for Tom Brown at eight o'clock. I don't know who my lineup is yet, but I know there's Ella Fritz and Jeremy Helwig. So sorry if I forgot anybody else. I love <laughs> you. Can't wait to have you. But yeah, Shattered Blind, December 6th. And then mm -hmm. you can also see me do comedy, sex, drugs, and stand-up comedy um, at the Heavy Anchor, which is great. Uh, where can we also find you guys on social media or anything like that? Word. Well, uh, we will be starting a Facebook page probably. Well, I guess now I might as well just start it today. Yeah. <laughs> share, our, share our episode. So, we <laughs> there you go. You can only assume it's probably going to be called Shattered Blinds, and that's how you'll mm. be able to find us on Facebook. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, remember that you can casually stream and subscribe to the Casually Molly podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, your Apple podcast app, and Podbean. Also, if you really want to make me feel popular, please follow our Instagram page, the Casually Molly podcast. And you can also like the Casually Molly podcast on Facebook. If you're like, oh, Molly, you seem cool, you can also follow me at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Molly Ambergee, because I did not come up with a cool Instagram handle. <laughs> but thank you so much. What are we all going to casually do for the rest of the day? Uh, what am I doing? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was doing a, a children's tour that just ended, and... Uh, I asked the production manager about his sound system, so I might be able to get an old sound system that needs some refurbishing. So we'll see about that. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. And then nice. I'll probably go see um, Won't You Be My Neighbor with one of my good friends. So, yes. You know. I can't wait to see that. What about you guys? Lisa, Janelle, what are you up to? Uh, well, I'm getting ready to go back to Texas. I'm going back to Texas for Thanksgiving. Woo! So I'm probably just going to be uh, getting my house ready and getting my clothes ready. Woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not that exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, not that exciting at all. I'm just very exciting and go to a small friend's giving and casually eat everything that I see. Fair enough. As you should. Like <laughs> I'm casually going to work, but it's right. Got to make that money, guys. But oh, I'll be yeah. off by eight o'clock. Feel you. There yeah, you absolutely. We will be off. Also, side note from the Casually Molly podcast next week, just because of the holidays. But we will back be back in December with some uh, interesting guests that we've got lined up for the month. So. Stay tuned, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Yay.